the amount of things we just covered. Oh my goodness. Artificial intelligence, Gary V, Tim Ferriss. We even threw in some Bali, some tropical jungle heat. Mm, let's go. Hi, I'm your host, Sonia Thorsvik, and thank you for tuning in to Gigging for Gold. Today, we are going to discuss how to scale your business. In this episode, I'll discuss free options as well as paid, because while I'm scaling this business, you're scaling yours. I still do one-on-one service work for my clients, so I'm scaling their businesses. It's a topic that everyone wants to know about. No matter if you're just starting out, you're a few years in, or even if you're a decade in, you're still trying to scale your business constantly. So this is how to take it to the next level without a ton of stress and overthinking. For a lot of people, scaling sounds like something that requires a ton of capital or Maybe a once upon a time fancy office space um, or very hyper specialized employees. So if you're a freelancer like I am, self-employed and independent contractor, we don't have those resources sometimes. So I wanted to get into some different ways we can scale without needing extra capital, right? We don't want to spend at this point. We want to create the income and the money that's going to lead us towards greatness, All right, so the idea behind scaling for the matter of this episode will mean growing. It doesn't mean you need to be working towards that million dollar month and hiring a CFO right away. It's just different ways you can scale without being stressed out. So these are things that you could do maybe once a week or even outsource them if you have that availability. So they're they're simple things. They're not crazy, overcomplicated, let's build an app type of ideas. Simple, easy, we can all do them. And I know that sometimes you need to listen to an episode like this because there are tried and true ways that we really can help expand your brand. So I would like you to, if you haven't done it yet, actually go ahead and in the notes, I'll leave it. But if you haven't read the essay that was originally written back in 2008 by Kevin Kelly, um, 1000 True Fans, I would like you to first and foremost get that into your head. He has since rewritten uh, or edited the article. It was also published in Tim Ferriss's book, The Tools of Titans, which I also recommend you read. But basically, it's saying that you need 1,000 true fans for your service or your product. These are the fans that will buy anything that you put out there, right? So even if you have, well, especially if you have 10,000 people on your list, 1,000 of them are your true fans. I'm not talking about your mom and your cousin and your cool auntie. I'm talking about people that as soon as you have a product or a service and you're like, hey guys, check this out. You have given them so much value over the years. Your previous products deliver, they over deliver, they give them everything they want, they solve a problem that the next thing you put out to purchase, they will buy it. In fact, they'll probably be the people that sign up for uh, when you when you do a pre-sale of it, right? Guaranteed. So a thousand true fans is a great place to start to get your head into this game. 
So like I said, for 10 years and still currently, I have been in the business of scaling other people's companies. At one point, I think I had the the counter was at 95,000 people across the world every day were seeing content that I was producing. So when I say the content is king, later on in this episode, listen in to that one for sure. I can promise you that my company didn't always look like that, right? So when I say I'm scaling, again, I'm scaling with you. I have scaled. The whole purpose of this new business, Gigging for Gold, was to prove to everyone that not only can you get from zero to 100,000 in revenue, you can get from zero to 100,000 in your community, fans, followers, engagement, blah, 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 if that's something you choose to do. So there are a ton of tips. And again, please head to the website, giggingforgold.com. There are dozens upon dozens of articles on there for you for marketing and engagement and tools and frameworks. But specifically in this, we're just going to talk about how to scale your business. Okay, do you have your notepad ready? Glass of wine, espresso shot, double espresso shot. Okay, first and foremost, have you ever surveyed your customers? It's okay if you have one. It's great if you have 100, even if you have five. Fantastic. Good job. You're amazing. So surveying your customers and asking them what they want and engaging with them online is one of the best ways to scale. A ton of the success lies in your audience and your customer base, okay? Potential success. I know we all tend to look for the fanciest solutions sometimes, like um, getting a better website that could cost you a lot of money in buying a theme or having a developer do it, or looking for a new email marketing tool with all the bells and the whistles and the conversions and all that good stuff. But instead, of that, I want you to focus on what your audience wants from you. So instead of spending a lot of energy redoing something you've already done, like I am guilty of this one myself, I'll look at my website and be like, ooh, I'm just going to sit down and change that one little tiny thing. And then six days later, I come out from the rabbit hole of content creation and my whole website looks completely different. So <laughs> instead of that, take that beautiful energy that you have and focus it towards your current audience, okay? The great part about this is that your audience wants you to grow and succeed. I'm, I'm serious about this. They want you to succeed. They care about what, they, about what you're doing. If they didn't, they wouldn't be following along with you. They wouldn't be purchasing from you. They wouldn't be sharing your, uh, your content to their friends and family. They wouldn't be writing you testimonials. <laughs> Go figure. So give them a reason to keep caring and get them invested and involved in what you're doing. And that is exactly how you can scale your business for free. One of my favorite things to do and something I recommend to all of my clients is to set aside specific touch points during my day where I take the time to engage with my audience. This is completely opposite of the doom scroll where you just wake up and same thing. You check the 
time on your phone and that winds up uh, with you clicking on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, newsfeed, email, it goes on and on and on. So instead of just scrolling and consuming, I want you to set some time aside to do things like responding to your DMs, replying to the comments, and then even leaving comments on other people's social pages or replying to uh, an e-newsletter that you found really amazing. Like start engaging with your audience, but do it at certain points of the day. I'd recommend, well, depends on what your energy level is in the morning or the afternoon or the evening. So find times when, you know, you have just even 15 minutes, but make that an active 15 minutes. Again, you're not scrolling, you're engaging with your current audience. It really, truly does change the game. It changes the game for brands I've worked with because imagine, imagine, or if you have ever had it happen to yourself where you tag, for example, a picture of a big famous brand and they either like your photo or reshare it or I don't even, all the good stuff, and it blows your mind. And what does that do? That makes you talk about it. That makes you even more loyal. You are definitely in that 1,000 true fan thing to them. So I want that to start happening to you. So 15 minutes a day, any time of the day, it doesn't really matter. Generally, you need to have a rule that you should get back to someone who's uh, left an engagement comment on your post within 24 hours. So if that's easy, right? Just 15 minutes, no big deal. You could even just do it over your morning coffee or yeah, anything you want. So again, genuine engagement is probably one of the biggest focuses on my business um, because you want to forge, forge actual genuine relationships, okay? There's nothing worse than coming off as like robotic or fake, which is why I specifically carve out that time to craft friendly, warm responses. And if there are people out there um, leaving negative comments on your on your content, that is up to you to decide if you want to get into conversations with those type of people. I usually don't as a rule of thumb. I just scroll right past it. Like I don't feel like I need to engage in negativity. Okay. So without dedicating time to building your engagement, you either won't have any because if people start to leave comments and you're not responding, they probably won't come back and keep leaving comments. And then you're also going to alienate your audience with generic responses and half-hearted like taps. So a good idea would be to come up with like 20 responses. You know, if, you, if you're scaling at the level where there's just so much to respond to, it's it's impossible um, for you to do it all of yourself. You can come up with 20 responses that you can copy and paste and then, you know, just kind of change a word or two and craft it. So that's another good time-saving tip as well. But when you do commit to engaging with your people, you create an audience who's thrilled for your success. They're ready to offer up suggestions and feedback when needed. And again, they are going to be way more likely to purchase what you're offering. You're priming them, you see? And at the same time, giving them a sense of community. It's a win-win. 
And I know you've heard it a thousand times, but social media is supposed to be social. Okay? It's a conversation. In fact, it's a great conversation. I still truly believe that there's goodness <laughs> out there on the online landscape world. I also seriously shake my head and get discouraged when I see people invest in these huge consumer interest firms. Like, while they're probably pretty valuable for corporations, you do not need one. Instead, you need to survey your current audience. You're not trying to attract new customers at this point. You're surveying who currently buys from you. What is it that they like? What is it that they want? What is it what they need? What do they want to see more of? Amazing one, always helpful. What do they want to see less of? So a good way you could do this is to go into your analytics. Google Analytics, always powerful. Facebook uh, Insights, I guess they're meta now with Instagram and, and Facebook. Those insights, what I would do is, for example, let's say you have uh, 10 blog posts up. Go to your Google Analytics, go through the past six months, see which the top three performing ones are, and then you can take ideas from there and either rewrite the content, expand upon it, la la la. If you have a blog post that is had that had one read, for example, in the past six months, that either means one of two things. One, absolutely nobody gives a shit about that article and you should delete it because it's going to ruin your SEO chances. Number two, if that isn't placed somewhere predominantly on your website, that could be another reason why they aren't reading it. So I don't know. I would say six months, no one's reading something. Either take it down or splash it across your homepage for a week or two and see what happens. If If all of a sudden growth is crazy out of that, then... Well, that's a good thing. Okay. So take advantage of your audience in a good way and put them to work for you. Conduct your own research. It's such an easy and I'll again say it, free way to tailor a strategy that will actually work for you. It's like every time a business I love or an account I follow asks questions on content preferences or user behavior, you know, like they're, hey, where are you joining us from? Or they do. They're like, what would you like to see more of? Or did you like that latest recipe I posted on gluten-free bread, right? I try to answer because to me, it shows that the decision makers behind the businesses truly care about what I think. Okay, me. Someone cares what I think? Oh my goodness, let's talk about it. <laughs> it tells me that the business is client-focused, loves to create content based on their audience, and wants to help, right? If my company, Gigging for Gold, just posted things and could care less about what people think, I mean, I know that we're supposed to do that, but in reality, if it's a service-based business and I'm trying to help other people, it 100% matters to me what you think about my content, 100%. So I want to know, um, if you have that mindset, again, if you're going to be commenting on other people's things, then you know they're going to want to comment on yours. I know you want to be of service to your audience as well, whether that's through a product or a site or a service you provide them. After all, why else do people start businesses? 
why do we start a business? Have we lost our damn minds? Probably half the time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> helping people at its core of a business are the ones that stand the test of time. So make helping people the hero of your everyday strategy and your audience will scale alongside your business. And you can quote me on that. Thank you very much. On another note, show people love and appreciation by simply tagging them in your posts like we talked about or reposting what they've shared about your business. Give them shout outs when you can. All of that good stuff um, will help with not only the engagement, but the trust that people are showing in you. Whether it's a business that makes your life easier, a client that you adore, uh, an Instagram account that you follow that really, truly does inspire you or someone, this is a great idea, that you really want to work with, don't be afraid to engage with them. I'm not saying like DM them and spam them a hundred times, but you know, tag them, say something nice about them. Uh, one great example of this is I did this for a luxury company that I wanted to work with. And it it took some time, I will say, but I started getting on their radar, right? I started uh, quoting them. I quoted them a few times. That was one of my strategies. I just wanted them to notice me and eventually they did and they hired me to do their marketing. So um, some of my favorite people are the people I've met via the internet, right? And I've actually become good friends with them in real life, even though we've never met in person. Like there's a lot of photographers out there that we message each other. We're like very motivational, like, hey, wow, great job. That was so cool. You know, like I appreciate your work. And in turn, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled about your doing. Thanks for lending your voice and your ideas. And it's just like a, it's a built-in community and support system. Okay. And I know it would have sounded bizarre 15 years ago for a business to tell you this, but we're living in a world where that it's not only accepted, it's expected. All right. Now we're going to go into the subject that I mentioned in the very first few seconds that content is king, content has been king, and content will stay king. Remember, we're talking about simple ways to scale your business. All right. At the height of my marketing company, Monkey Fist Company, I had at one time 15 different clients. I had a whole list of um, um, media and production workers that I was I was working with subcontracting out. I had three interns. I mean business was just going crazy. So when I say I have created content for the past 10 years, again, for myself, and over 50 brands at this point, I know that content, again, is king. And it's absolute magic for business. Content is the best way to drive your audience towards a purchase, to build trust, to position you as the expert, and to engage with your customers as a whole. Plus, content is way more than you may think, which is a good thing. While a lot of people tend to think of content as just blogs, that's only the very tip of the content iceberg. Just think about the different forms of content you consume in a day, okay? How do you consume content? You wake up and again, I know you're on your phone or your computer. That's great. That's okay. But 
what types of content are you consuming? Um, whether or not you realize it, you're probably looking at um, visuals. You're probably listening to something like, hey, a podcast, right? Um, consuming content. If you're on your commute, you maybe drive by a billboard. Um, you're listening to ads. Again, maybe you're in your car or, or through a podcast or even even um, song players. You're reading. So you consume social media. You watch Instagram stories. You scroll through TikTok and you watch a news video to get you caught up on all the latest headlines, right? You Google questions when you have them. And then you read a related blog post or article to get the answers. You are like me. I still like to flip through magazines, like actual physical glossy, shiny magazines. Not all the time, but I also, P.S., don't use a, um, like a Kindle or anything like that. I actually, yes, have a library card and go to the library <laughs> and take physical books. Um, so you flip through beautiful catalogs that you got in the mail, maybe, right? Branding, advertising. You take a look at a brand, um, again, magazine that came with like a package. You consume content all day long and you might not even realize it because there's different types of learners out there so content is given to you in different types of ways okay now i want you to think about the different forms of content that you and your business put out every day okay so you thought about all the things that you consume but what about all the things that you're creating perhaps you're writing emails are you drafting blog posts P.S. I think you should be doing both. Do you have relevant video content? Are you pushing out on social media? Do you have a podcast? Do you do all of those things? Do you do none of those things? Hey, I bet you do some of those things. While I certainly don't think you need to do all of them, like for example, I don't use Twitter. I barely have any clients that use Twitter shoot, even in the past 10 years. That's not negative towards Twitter, I guess. But I'm just saying that you can scale your business without every single social media account, right? I'm a massive believer that a content strategy is a pivotal piece of owning a business in the 21st century. And I don't think that's ever going to change. Why you ask? Because again, we live in a consumer culture. The digital entrepreneur who has great Instagram stories, writes information overflowing packed newsletters, and curates smart blog posts, that entrepreneur will go much farther in scaling their business than the one with two blog posts circa 2016 and dry social media platform presence. They just will. So which entrepreneur do you want to be? Hmm? If you don't have a content strategy yet, again, do not stress out. You can start really quickly and really simply without a ton of prep work. Just choose one lane and start. I always recommend blog posts first because I think they work really well as a place for you to own your content. And it's a place where you can have pillar content, right? You can make so much content out of a blog post. It's insane. You can do social graphics. You can make a podcast script. You can turn it into a video. Um, 
Do you guys follow Gary V? Probably yes. So I do as well. Have followed him for years. He talks about this same strategy that a lot of us marketers use with his, um, what's it called? Content pyramid theory. Um, like I have a, a, a similar thing. It's called amplify method. And it's basically where you take one large and longer piece of content, like a blog post, right? An article that you've written and you break it up into what we all call micro content, like gifts, quotes, memes, and so on. You can use that one piece of pillar content to create upwards of 30 pieces of content that you can then drip out over time. It's brilliant, okay? Because it's a much simpler, right? Again, easy strategy to use than our usual methods of creating every single little and big piece of content completely from scratch every single day. Oh, I don't know about you, but I, it literally to me sounds exhausting. So a great way to not start from scratch. This one actually, uh, I would head over to giggingforgold.com and sign up for my newsletter. And with it, you're going to get a 12-page download for free. Come straight to your email. Uh, and it it's a headline generator tool. So when I'm talking about content, that's headline content. So like um, what you're going to call your articles, what the email subject line of your next newsletter is going to be. Those types of titles are vital in scaling your business because you get like one second to have someone read that title and go, eh, I'm not going to read this. Eh. Straight to the delete box of doom, right? You want to engage with them. So over the course of years, I have gathered a lot of headlines that I've used that work e even on my site here. I use these plug and plays still to this day. So go there, get it. It's a free download. And that's a simple way you can scale your business. And that one's for free. Okay. And again, not all of your content has to be incredibly perfectly polished. Okay. Like right now, excuse me, I need to take a water break. And see the world didn't end. I know for me that I sometimes stumble over my words. It's something that I've done for a very long time. And of course, that doesn't make me feel good. Sometimes I get embarrassed. But again, the world's not going to end. I'd rather be producing something than just sitting on an idea and never executing upon it because I think that I'm going to mess up. You're going to mess up. It is okay. It is part of life. Failure is not the opposite of success. It is part of it. Mm, okay. I love an excellent videographer and I think there's a huge value in hiring a copywriter, but I also don't think that every piece of your content needs all of that. Okay. So take advantage of the tools at your disposal, disposal to create content at a moment's notice, like um, Instagram stories, Facebook live, TikTok. People love seeing really authentic, real-time, uncurated content. And it's especially great for building more brand trust. And plus, if you think that creating content is fun, then it really truly is a no-brainer, right? If you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, what do I get to create today? Because I firmly believe that, again, 
self-employed, independent contractors, freelancers, solopreneurs, all of us that have tried to make it on our own and who are making it on our own not only have a high risk tolerance, but we're freaking creative, right? We're good at what we do. We're the ones out there in the world creating things, making new storylines, showing people new things, giving them new ideas to read about. Psh, we're awesome. I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent. We're just, we're freaking amazing. I love hanging out with other entrepreneurs. It's so much fun because at the end of the day, end of the night, you come home and you're like, what the F just happened? Like your brain hurts from having so many wonderful ideas with them. I love it. All right. So I'm going to shout out Gary Vee real quick again, because I do think he's brilliant in his content strategy. He has a quote that I think is fantastic for this podcast. And it's this, it's document, don't create. Okay, so we're talking about simple ways to scale your business. One way to scale is to document your process. Okay, so instead of taking like time out of your day to make these flashy things, like I could and should be recording myself doing this podcast, right? So I'm going to document my process. When your team's working on an amazing project, right? Show off the behind the scenes. And again, if it's just you, like it normally is for all of us, then flip the camera on yourself. It's okay. When you're up at 2 a.m., for well, well, first of all, go to sleep. But if you don't or you can't, then don't be afraid to post an unfiltered photo of you of the occasional late night entrepreneur lifestyle, right? Let your audience into these real moments because people really do seeing things like that. And it shows that your business has a human attached to it and people connect with humans, not lifeless brands. Okay, great content scales your business in a myriad of ways. But one of my favorite ways is to harness the power of creating content. And going back to what I said a few minutes ago, your audience's opinions, right? Every once in a while, dig deep into your analytics, of course. What's your audience clicking on time and time again? What are your readers loving? What do people not seem to care about? It's free market research. And then you get to create your content around that. See how it works? A very wonderful way to scale your business is by having a free download on your website. I'm sure you've downloaded hundreds of them over the years, and they really are useful to scaling your business. I have a free guide on my website. It's called 145 Glorious Fill-in-the-Blank Article Headlines. It's for you to create better headlines in seconds. If creating compelling headlines feels like a mystery to you, you're in good hands. It's a free download of 12 pages of high converting, catchy headlines that can be used for any business or industry. You simply take your idea and plug it in. They are fill in the blank headlines that will help you expand your brand. Again, take any topic or idea and make it irresistible. Head to giggingforgold.com slash newsletter and it will be sent to your inbox ASAP. Back to the show. 
Okay, the next tip is optimizing your workflows through batching. If you're wondering what batching is, it's pretty simple, it's very effective, and I love to do it. It's taking the time to work on one thing. That's it, just one thing, okay? That way you could spend an entire afternoon working on a month's worth of weekly blog posts instead of spending an hour four times a month to do it. Make sense? Or you could spend a few work days recording and editing podcast episodes, and then you wouldn't have to touch them again for a few months. Particularly great if you're doing evergreen content. I first learned about batching not actually through any one person specifically, but through a group I was involved with. Back in the day, I worked um, when the term digital nomad was at the height of its glory. I worked for a few months in Bali in Indonesia in Ubud. It's in the center of Bali at a co-working place, okay? Like literally, if there was a poster child of traveler, entrepreneur from the road, la la la, it's me. I've done it. It was fantastic. There in the group I was in, they had something called the power hour. And during that hour, you picked one thing that you were just going to hyper focus on for one hour, right? Like headphones on, head down, all browsers closed, phone on airplane mode, like hyper-focused on one thing. When you do that, first of all, your mind, you are allowed to put all of your energy towards something. And like I said, instead of like spreading it out, like, oh, I have to do that. And okay, every Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Just do it in an hour. I think it's, I think it's Tony Robbins. He's, he's always the quoted by like, you know, you'd be, you'd be amazed what you can do in a month that you thought was going to take you 10 years, something like this to that effect. But it, it really is true. So you might be thinking that sounds insane or draining or like, Sonia, how can I sit there focused for an hour when I have so many things to do in my business? You need to prioritize. Okay, so we're going to scale our business through prioritizing things that are going to have the highest rate of return for us, but that we can do quickly. Okay, there's a ton of studies that point out the benefits of not multitasking. And again, I am a great multitasker, so I think in my mind, but if you find that you get into better creativity grooves by sticking to one task for a while with breaks built in, of course, right? Don't forget to stand up and stretch. Remember, we're all about holistic entrepreneurship over here. It's incredible for your focus, your concentration, your creativity, and your productivity. Your business as a whole scales, and you actually wind up saving time, right? Because when you start saying, okay, I'm going to write one blog post a week, okay? I know you organized little creature you. I know that you go and you put on your on your cool schedule, right? Hang it on the fridge and you're like, okay, Tuesdays I'm going to write. But what happens with that is you sit down to write and either you have spent time before that prepping for it, right? Gathering your research, figuring out the title, thinking about it in your head, writing notes on it in your notes app. Like that all 
was time out of your life. Okay, so you've done all of that, of course. Then you sit down to your computer, and I and then what happens? You do the, you do the same thing we talked about earlier in the episode. You start clicking on everything, and then it's three hours later, and you have a paragraph done, and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to stand up because my eyeballs are going to fall out from staring at my computer, right? So instead, just try it. Try it a few times, okay? You try it once and you don't like it, fine. But try it, and it kind of works for you. Try it again. You're just going to get better and better, right? Repetition. Sit down for that one hour and just have a power hour of batch content creation. I'm not saying that your blog posts are going to be perfect pieces of art if you do four of them in an hour. I don't even know if that's possible for you. Okay. But try it. Mark my words. And then if you are a person in a relationship or you have a family or you need to take care of someone or something or heck, even go on your errands, you will wind up with more time to do all of that great stuff. Okay. So that's a free free method to scale your business. Okay. Instead of spreading yourself too thin and tackling a ton of things in your business back to back, batching allows you to really hone in on that one specific certain task. It's when you get hyper-focused on something, you'll have better results. You're able to approach things more strategically. You'll get more creative with what you do. And you might even be really impressed with yourself. Thank you very much. Pat on the back. Okay. Pretty much, I've completely founded Gigging for Gold on this principle. It's still the way that I work today with my service-based business. For example, I create monthly editorial calendars for all of my businesses and brands that I help build. Um, I For my blog content, social media content, newsletter, Instagram stories, you name it, podcasts, right? So I basically go in and I go, okay, I'm going to spend, and and I will say this, batching could also mean like you batch for the week. Um, I try to have all of my content for the next month done by the third week of the current month. So for example, right now it's December. Okay, so the third week of December, I have all of my content done for all of January. So when January comes and that content is done, it's um, it's been edited, it's scheduled. This is like my secret part to the whole shebang. You schedule the content. That way in January, I know everything that's going out, right? The content is being pushed out into the world and we're going to see what happens with it, okay? It also allows me then to focus on the next month. So I'm going to start creating February content in January. See how that works? We can plan ahead. We can plan out um, holidays, promotions, any type of deals. Again, new freebies, the writing that goes with the podcast, that goes with the breaking it down into 30 pieces of content for all the social media, the newsletters, just anything like that. What this allows to do as well is it makes sure that something is consistently going out for your brand. Okay. You know the days that things are going to be hitting the shelves, if you will. Okay. You know when the nude pod's dropping. That way, if there's something that comes up on the spot that you need to post about, see how this all works together, then you can go ahead and, and post about it. Right. And that really isn't going to take you 
that long if you're like, oh my gosh, I just did this um, because because I already had things scheduled, I left room for spontaneity in my life, which is wonderful. Entrepreneurs, you hear me? You need to leave some room in your life for some fun. So it makes everything less stressful. And this is what we talked about in the very beginning. Stress-free ways to scale your business, simple ways to scale your business, okay? We don't need to be stressed out all the time. That's ridiculous. So if you batch your content either during one week or whatever your time frame is, produce a ton of it that's high quality, high converting, high functioning, and then you schedule it to send it out, well then, ta-da, you're done. Maybe you wanna go on a vacation finally. That would be nice, okay? You can do that. And you're not going to have to worry that you're not creating any content because it's already done. Do you see the genius of this? Genius, people. Really, it's genius, okay? So again, we know we have a ton of effective content, okay? I know when it's supposed to go out. I don't have to spend any more time on it. Like, ugh. Thursday is frantically trying to create a blog post for Friday morning because I, I want to watch that Netflix series. You know what I mean? Like, I need to just zone out for an hour here or there, okay? Or uh, maybe your significant other wants to take you out for a lovely meal and you're like, I can't, or uh, because I have to create, or during said dinner, all you're doing is talking about all the work you have to do, right? That really doesn't give you any type of balance. So batch create, it's one of the things that wildly transforms a business by giving it freedom, and I challenge you right now to get really strategic about your next month in business, okay? 2023 is going to be absolutely amazing. You're going to grow. You're going to scale. You're going to optimize. You're going to be productive, creative, streamlined, mm, okay? And in turn, it will scale your business. Ding, ding, ding. It's taking the time to plan out your content, okay? It's a priceless method. So, so far during this podcast episode, we have talked about surveying your customers and asking them what they want. Golden nugget number one. Golden nugget number two is content is king and will always stay king. And the third nugget of goodness we talked about is optimizing your workflows through batching. All three of those things work together. They don't work against each other. They work together and it's amazing. I know there was a lot in that episode, but again, really it's just those three things. Uh, we also talked about, I'm sorry, we talked about engaging with your customers and setting time aside for that, right? So gosh, four things. And the fifth one I'm going to give you as a bonus. Um, if you read my latest post on AI and how that can help your business, some of it is free AI, artificial intelligence. And artificial intelligence doesn't have to be scary, right? We're not like, we're not stealing all of your information or your face because you're taking selfies. It's not like that. We're not solely um, using it and then feeling guilty because we're replacing humans by uh, helping us with our copywriting a little bit, okay? So I'm going to leave a link to that as well. This is, this is again, not in my original notes, but it was so important. And that article is getting so much attention from all over the world because right now it's a very big topic, but I think that it can assist you. So if you need help um, 
Well, again, writing the headlines, you can use my download. If you need help coming up with ideas or like reshaping your paragraphs, you can use um, like the chat box, chat AI, whatever it's called. And then you can use Grammarly to um, help you edit it and refine your grammar. So there's a lot of things that like machine learning can help you with to scale your business for free. Because again, I know we're making a lot of content, but why don't you just use the internet to help you, right? It's, it's so beautiful. It's so easy. It might have a slight learning curve for you because essentially what AI and these tools are doing, some of them, the best ones that I like, um, have read, what is it? I think Jasper AI, which I love, has read like 10% of the internet up until 2020, let's say. It might be 19 or 21. Um, but they've essentially read the internet. So when you ask it questions, instead of going to Google, asking a question and getting results back that you have to click on, it's like writing out all of the information for you. So I hope that didn't get too confusing there at the end. I just, I'm so excited about it right now. Um, I had highly encourage you to at least try one of those things out. There's a list of 30 of them on my website right now. Okay. So again, when you implement genuine connections, smart content, and optimize workflows in your business, your business will grow and start to scale by itself, okay? Eventually, that's the goal. We want it to scale by itself. We don't want you to have to work so hard on it every single day. I know that you do, but we don't want to have to burn yourself out. Eventually, you're going to have the content out there in the systems where it's going to start scaling by itself, okay? Your audience will grow. Your self-confidence and trust in yourself will grow. Your numbers will grow, your business will grow, and in turn, guess what? Every everything grows, right? Scaling is growing. That's what we discussed. The thing is, it's not as hard as we make it out to be. Scaling a business happens when you take the time to care about what you're doing by intentionally creating structures and processes that make real solid sense and then invite your audience in to see it unfold. Okay? You feeling ready? You're going to ramp it up? You owe it to yourself and to your business. And I can promise you that you'll see returns when you implement these scaling strategies into action. Okay, now go out into the world, respond to your DMs, write incredible blog posts. Heck, use AI to help you if you need. Okay, be smart about your social media. Set a time time to do it. Optimize the heck out of your workflows and just watch what happens. I'm cheering you on from the mic. This is Sonia Thorsvik signing off. Did you know you can listen to Gigging for Gold on all your favorite players? Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and the website, giggingforgold.com.